So I'm, I'm here with uh, a new writer, Amanda Sanchez-Ruiz. Am mm-hmm. I saying that right? Yeah, Okay, <laughs> all right, good, good. And I've been seeing you on the leaderboard recently and mm-hmm. through Slack, and you've just been absolutely crushing it. Yeah, so. so I've heard a lot about you, and I've been seeing you all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad and I'm grateful to get the opportunity to actually sit down with you and kind of pick your brain yeah. and, and see what's <laughs> been working with you and why you've been having the success that you have. Yeah, awesome. um, So how long have you been with the company now? Yeah, thank you. So um, I've been with the company for like four weeks, I think. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So like mids of March. So barely. Holy mm-hmm. crap. And you just did what? Like 6,000 something last 6, week? 6,500. 6,500 yeah. last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. Thank and you. if you don't mind me asking, how much were you making before you came here? Ooh. Uh, let's just say the last few months I was making $300 checks and $100 and it just was not good. But prior to that, I, I mean, everything was good. $1,000, maybe not even half the amount that I'm making now. It's no kidding. Yeah. And you're how old? 22? 22. 22. Mm-hmm. So 22 years old. Yeah. Making 6,500 bucks a week. Mm-hmm. And you've only been here for four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I don't put in enough work. So Man. I feel there's more work to do. And that means, of course, more money. I yeah, know see, I have, can produce at 100%. Gee, yeah. it's, so it's cool hearing you say that because I'm in the office pretty often. Mm-hmm. And I think you might be here more than I am. <laughs> and, and every time I come in, I see you at the table, you're making phone calls, you're dialing. Yeah. And what I've noticed about you is you dial and dial and dial and you never complain. <laughs> you, you don't. Yeah, I guess. You, you never complain. You uh-huh. just, you came in here with a realistic expectation that uh-huh. I can make a lot of money here. I'm going to have to dial the phone. Yeah. Nobody loves dialing the phone, no. but you just understood that as a piece of the puzzle. Right. I'm going to have to dial the phone if I want to get to where I want to be. If I want to have the success that uh, other people are having or the success that I want for myself, I have to dial the phone. Yeah. And you come in here and I'm watching you do it and you're just, you're, you're just, you're blowing up. And it's cool to me because you, we get, I mean, I don't I can't tell you how many agents that I've hired and uh, they call me and they complain and they complain and they complain that, hey, I've, I've dialed the phone I've had 150 times today yeah. and I've only set three or four appointments. Right. Right. And then I reflect in my head and I think of you. I'm like, well, man, Amanda's been in the office for like a week straight. She mm-hmm. hasn't gone home. I don't even know if you've slept. <laughs> right yeah and, yeah, and yeah. you just dial and you don't complain right and you just figure it out and now you're making 6,500 bucks a week mm-hmm. four weeks in as a 22 year old yeah that's it's crazy I mean it blows your mind right yeah like, I just I don't know I feel like I dialing is a part of making the money and it's one of those things where it it's funny because you hate to do the easiest job you just dial that's mm-hmm. it you just dial 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 and um sometimes people answer sometimes people don't they're not the nicest always and mm-hmm. sometimes they are the nicest and um, it's just a part of the game. I feel like if you don't dial, what appointments can you expect to go to? Right. You have none. I mean, how are you going to make money? So you just have to dial until you're at a comfortable um, number of appointments and, um, you just have to do it. I feel like it's one of those things where you can't think about it. You just do it. You just have to dial. It's that simple, right? Yeah. And I struggle with it myself. That's the thing too. I do struggle with it such as I try, you know, my biggest thing is I'm trying to get more appointments in, which requires more dialing, mm-hmm. but um, working on it and everything, but yeah, it's just a matter of the game. Now, have you found <laughs> that the more you dial, the better you get on the phone? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Whoa. I feel like my answer. What a crazy concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I feel like every time, you know, you expect an answer and you know exactly what you're going to hit them with. Mm-hmm. Um, rather that's, you're going to make them sound like they're the most important people in the world because of the excuse they gave you, or you just try to, you know, wrap wrap their heads in knowledge whereas they want to talk to you because you have the information they're looking for yeah because mm-hmm. they're looking for it yeah yeah. you have the info and you can help them out right and you tell them you can work with them qualify them you know first you make sure you get them qualified and many people are scared because they don't qualify mm-hmm. um or maybe they need a 
uh, budget. Budget's important. Well, great. I work with you, right? I do the shopping for you. I make sure you're in the best budget. Uh, so I love you. I work with you. Yeah. I work with you. <laughs> yeah. right? you're, you're, I'm on your team. Right. Right. right? I'm, yeah. I'm on team Amanda. There you go. Not team insurance <laughs> company. Right. Yep. I think th- th- there's a lot of value in that. People yeah. like that. Yeah. It j- it j- it's just more attractive, I think. Right. So you've been having this crazy success. You uh, 6,500 bucks a week is what mm-hmm. you did last week. You've been here for four weeks. And 10 minutes ago, we were having a conversation that you're not you're not happy with that. Yeah. So you, you, you want more. You want to get to at least $10,000 a week. Correct. Right? Correct. And uh, so is there anything that you're finding that you're struggling with a little bit or that you, you would need help to get you to that $10,000 mark? Yeah. So um, right now I'm dealing with mortgage protection. Um, I love it. I like mortgage protection. It comes down with a lot more, um, you know, practice and everything. Mm-hmm. Each time you get a little bit better. Um, <clears throat> one, one of the things is, you know, when I sit down with a 65-year-old who just purchased a home and they want the full $200,000 protected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it kind of, it's expensive, <laughs> you know, it can be a little bit pricey and yeah. you have to kind of break it down. Now, um, my issue is having them feel comfortable understanding that I'm here to help them, but $200,000 in coverage is probably not within their budget. So let's reroute. So that part of them understanding what we're doing, where they're not, uh, feeling, you know, bad, or they're not a hundred percent, um, committed to paying a policy that's not going to cover the full mortgage. Mm-hmm. They want it completely covered where it's not really always like that, you know? And at what point right now are you transitioning from the point where they, you know, they want $200,000 mm-hmm. worth of coverage? <clears throat> are you showing them what that looks like? Or are you, are you telling them right away that, that no way, dude, like so not going to happen? Yeah. So I, I mean, it kind of varies as to how, you know, how, what type of communication we have going on. Right. So I usually tell them, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to quote you. And I, run the quotes and I tell them now this is expense. Like, you know, I, I warn them, you know, this is a little bit more pricier, but don't worry, we're going to get you something. And then I try to, you know, that's the part where I guess showing them the big price and then being feeling defeated, like they can't pay for it. Mm-hmm. And then trying to see what would make them feel better. And then, so you're almost trying to work backwards Yeah. at that point. So yeah, okay. I feel, yeah, that's literally it. I'm working backwards versus working up. Yeah. Cause you're going in, into a home and they're expecting you to be able to pay their entire mortgage off. They're at 62, 65 yeah. years old. And you know it's unrealistic, but they don't know. Right. They don't know that yet. Right. But that's what they're. That's what they're. That's what they think you're there for is to get them that coverage of big entire mortgage off. So I think that's an area where a lot of new agents will struggle. Yeah. And uh, I struggled with that myself when I, when I was brand new, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't think there was any way around that because how can you? This person wants two hundred thousand dollars. How can I show them a policy for twenty thousand and then be as excited about yeah. it and still pay whatever the premium right. is going to be? Right. It, it, I found that to be very hard. Um. But then I kind of took a step back and I, I well people are doing it right. so th- th- there's got to be a way to do it and the, the more rejection I got the more I committed I was to finding a solution to it mm-hmm. so what I found for me that that's been working very very well mm-hmm. is uh, I don't even show them the term product I don't really talk about it much in fact I'll start selling against term and I'll tell them why it doesn't make sense okay and then I'll tell them why what I'm going to show them does make sense and again yeah. and you kind of touched on it where we're a team I'm playing for your team, right? Right. right. I'm here for you to put you in the best position. Mm -hmm. So what I, what I found that I do is when I'm sitting down with these people, I have the financial inventory sheet Mm -hmm. and I ask them, you know, uh, all the basic questions is this a, uh, what I'll say is now my understanding is this is a mortgage, right? You don't rent. Yeah. It's a mortgage. All right. How many years? 30 year. (coughs) Yeah. It's a 30 year mortgage. All right. Uh, if you're going to sell your house tomorrow, how much would you get for it? In other words, what's your house and value that? Mm -hmm. And then they'll tell me, and it's, I, I actually, I think every time so far, I haven't had a time where it's been less than, than with it, where anyone's upside down in equity. Yeah. They always have all this equity in the house because we live in a s- pretty good market. Right, right, right. It's a seller's market. 
So everybody is way, 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 way positive with their equity. Mm -hmm. So I write that down. I write down uh, what the house is valued at. And then I say, wow, you have a lot of equity in this house. Mm -hmm. You you know that? Yeah, yeah, we know that. And then I'll I'll say, you know, that's that's what we really want to protect here. We're looking to protect the equity. We want to make sure that, God forbid, something happens to you, um, that your loved one is going to actually be able to uh, retain that equity. They get the equity, not the bank. We don't want the bank getting that, right? Mm-hmm. And then, the, yeah, we don't want the bank getting yeah, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what we're going to look at protecting today is the equity. And then I'll, and then I'll move on. I'll, I'll finish doing the, uh, the um, uh, financial inventory. Mm-hmm. And obviously part of that <clears throat> is asking about the mortgages. What's your monthly payment for the mortgage? Oh, it's $1,400 a month or $1,000 a month. Is that escrowed, I always ask? Yeah. Yeah, that's escrowed. So your property taxes and all that are in there. Yep, that's in there. All right, cool. And then I complete the financial inventory. And then I'll stop there and then I'll tell them, um, uh, look, so, so what we really want to protect as we've already discussed mm-hmm. is the equity here. And now most people in your situation, so basically anyone over 60, 61 years old, um, if we could probably get you qualified to cover the entirety of the amount, but most people don't do that because at your age, that payment is just astronomical. Mm-hmm. Instead, what most people do, and most people is a key phrase, yeah. what most people do that are in your situation <clears throat> is we start looking at how much is going to be to cover the mortgage payments for a specified period of months. That way we can ensure that, God forbid, something does happen to you or to Julie, mm-hmm. right, that uh, they have enough money to continue paying the mortgage for 12 months 18 months, which really gives them time to do a lot of things. It gives them time to grieve. It gives them time to not feel rushed when they're having to deal with the loss of you. Right. It gives them time to list the house, to sell the house, to fix anything that's wrong with the house so that they're able to sell the mm-hmm. house and to find somewhere that they're comfortable living that they can actually afford. Right. That takes time. It all takes time. So we want to buy time. And then when they do sell the house, they can retain, they can retain the equity. They get the equity. That's where the big payout happens mm-hmm. It's in the equity. Right now it's $130,000 or $80,000 in equity. That's where your payout comes from, but we want to make sure that they actually get that. So what we're going to do, we're going to we're going to multiply your mortgage payment that we'll say thousand dollars a month by twelve months or eighteen months to give them time, and then we'll see what that looks like. It's going to be a lot more affordable for you, and this coverage doesn't ever end. This will be with you forever, so mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it expiring or anything. They're always going to be protected, and then. It, yeah okay they're, they're, yeah. I never thought about it like that well, said, yeah right? like, I mean I, even you explaining it, explaining it like that I mean it's like I it just all makes sense I mean it it, it yeah. makes sense yeah and it does make sense right you know and I feel like they would rather do that because it's almost like they're getting quote-unquote free money with the equity and they're just protecting partial payments and it makes them feel good too yeah yeah. And it's affordable. And then I always tell them too, I'm like, look, my goal is to make sure that whatever we find you is actually affordable. Mm-hmm. I actually want this to make sense for you. Right. So that's why we're going <clears> to, <throat> we're going to look at this product because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, wow, uh, I don't, I'm not sure how you present it, you know, to them, but what I do is I flip the paper over Yeah. and yeah, so it's so the same. Uh-huh. So I'll write, you know, option one and, uh, and 18 yeah. months and, mm-hmm. and, and whatever. And then on the left side, I'll put the, uh, the, you know, the face amount, let's just say it's $30,000 or $20,000. Underneath that, I'll write terminal with a little dash with $20,000. And then I make a big plus sign, cash mm-hmm. value. And then I'll put ADV fractional death benefit. And then it's it's like if it's with America, it's double indemnity, mm-hmm. another $20,000. And when I explain it to them, I say, look, um, what we're going to look at is $20,000 worth of coverage. Option one is $20,000 worth of coverage. The reason we went with this is this is 18 months worth of, mo- worth of mortgage payments. It's going to make sure that Julie is protected for 18 months. It gives her a lot of time to figure out what she needs to do in the event that something does happen to you. Mm-hmm. That's a lot <coughs> of time for her to grieve and to figure it out, right? right? right. Yeah, that, that gives her time. They would always agree. Now, 
Um, what's really cool about this product is obviously it's going to pay out if you were to die, but it's also going to pay out what you're alive. So if you were to get diagnosed with a terminal illness, which here in Texas is anytime you're diagnosed with two years or less to live, they're going to pay you 100% of that face amount so that you become the beneficiary and you get the $20,000. Now, if something happened to you and you were to die by accident, so that's anything like a car accident, you fall, you hit your head, anything that would be declared an accident, they're going to double that payout. So they're going to pay you an additional $20,000. Mm-hmm. And you're not paying anything extra for that. The company's just throwing that in there right. uh, for free. Yeah. And then that's option one. Option two, we're looking at $15,000. We with this because this is one year's worth of uh, mortgage payments. And same living benefits. You get terminal Ill, uh, terminally ill, they're going to pay out to 15000 or whatever number, $15,000. Yeah. And uh, again, same thing with the accidental death benefit. They're going to throw that on there, give you an, act- an additional $15,000, bring it up to $30,000 mm-hmm. if something were to happen to you by accident. Um, out of these two options, what one do you think makes the most sense for your situation? And they look at it and it's either option one or it's option right. two. Right. And I guess it's easier for them to pick two, whereas they want to protect one year or two or year and a half versus them picking, oh, I want to spend $30 a month you know, picking that number, that value as to what they're spending. They want the protection. They forget about what they're spending. I feel like they remembered how the reason why they're getting it. Yeah. The protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I, th- I think presenting it in a strategic way. Right. Forces them to think about, well, if something did like we're, we're not focusing on the monthly premium. Right. We're right. focusing on the, the, the value. Yeah. The how value, much protection, you know? And, yeah. and so yeah, I forgot if I even said it, but I'll, I'll tell them like option one twenty thousand this would be one one twenty eight a month. Yeah. And then I'll go right back to the living benefits and the cash value and mm-hmm. this and that. And then I'll briefly cover it on option two. So I'll do fifteen thousand, that would be eighty nine dollars a month. And again, it's the same living <coughs> benefits. And I mm-hmm. then I really I put a lot of emphasis on uh, the the amount of uh, months that it's going to cover. So a year, year and a half, a lot of emphasis on the terminal illness mm-hmm. and a lot of emphasis on the double indemnity. So the, mm-hmm. the, the accidental death benefit. And it just think it just like what you said, it puts, it, it just makes them think about the benefit and, right. the, and why that's so valuable and how it's worth spending the 120, 160 exactly. bucks a month, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, and then, I, I never get pushed back on, on the whole term. Thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Hardly ever get pushed back yeah. on term. Because it makes sense. I mean, it just one thing, when you explain it correctly, it completely makes sense. And yeah. that, I think that's a really good way to actually approach the situation, especially like my deal, dealing with six-year-olds six year or older mm-hmm. who just have new purchase. Mm-hmm. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully that helps. Yeah, it hopefully definitely that helps did. and we can it get did. you that $10,000 mark. Awesome. I look I forward to seeing you on the leaderboard. <laughs> Thank you. Thank All you. right. Thank you.